Hello, everyone. This is K pop Opinions with Belle and Millie. This is a new podcast where we share our opinions about the latest K pop releases. And we will release episodes twice a month with a recap of the last two weeks. And every once in a while, we'll also do a deep dive into a artist and their whole discography. Um, today, for our first episode, we will actually recap the whole month of May. Um, we can't include all releases, obviously, otherwise it would be like a five-hour episode. But we're basically talking about the releases we we're most excited about or most positively surprised by or maybe even disappointed by yeah maybe <laughs> maybe it might happen <laughs> um before we begin um we figured we would introduce ourselves real quick or <laughs> maybe not so quick <laughs> um <laughs> how we started listening to k-pop why we decided to do a podcast and yeah, just to give you a little bit of an idea um, who we are and why we are doing this. Yeah. So, do you want to start? Yes, let's go all the way back to 2010. <laughs> um, I I started listening to K-pop in 2010 because my friend was she wanted to watch Full House, the, the American sitcom. And, you know, back then there were like no streaming sites such as Netflix here. Um, so you had to do that illegally online. And instead of finding Full House, the sitcom online, she stumbled upon Full House, the K-drama. And she that's how she got into K-drama. And then she <laughs> made me watch K-dramas, which at first I was reluctant and then I loved it. And the first K-drama she showed me was uh, You're Beautiful, which, as you might know, um, stars Hongi from FT Island and Yonghua from CN Blue. And that's how I got into FT Island a lot. I really, really love them. And it's true. I forgot that's how you got into them. Yeah, they were so good. Still are. They, they're just, their whole discography is amazing. We'll have to do a deep dive one day. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and but I mean, technically, they're not actual K-pop, right? It's more they're more on the rock side, and and they're not an idol group. They have they play instruments, um, but yeah, well, they're they're an, an idol band. Yes, but remember back then there were a lot of variety shows, and when mm. you were into one group, you would watch those shows, and then all the idols from other groups were there, and that's how you yeah. got to know all of them. Yes, like the um, the one on the stairs. The one on the you know, stairs. they were sitting. Yeah, like oh, the, the set. Yeah. Um, the one I really liked was Hello Hello School. No, Oh My School. Oh My School. Yes. Oh my God, I so love good. this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I started watching that because FT Island were on there, and then through that. I got you know the members of like Shiny, Super Junior, Girls Generation, FX, all all these second gen people, and I actually knew them before I ever heard a song of theirs, just because I've watched these variety shows. So mm. that's how I got into the actual K-pop. <laughs> oh my god, you just brought me back to an entirely different era of K-pop. I mean, literally, yeah. second generation is just completely different everything was different the way you consume k-pop yeah. and got to know groups was yeah oh wow and it was so much i mean it was also easier to know 
many groups because there weren't as many as today. <laughs> it was basically possible to know every group almost. Because yeah, right. I don't think there were there were that many groups that I didn't know. There were groups I just knew about, but now I, there's no way you could possibly keep up with yeah. everyone. Yeah. But but the other reason it felt like you know, knew them all really well, I feel like, was because there were these variety shows that aren't around that much anymore or at least not like the really popular ones that everyone's watching like the international fans are all watching as well yeah we got a little off topic <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so anyway that's how I got into all the other actual idol groups <laughs> and um I've always been into many groups um I've been an SM stan pretty much from the beginning was very much into super junior back in the day um, I also really, really liked Infinite. But then one day I discovered Dombang Shingi and that was my true love. <laughs> I was obsessed with Dombang Shingi for years um, <clears throat> and JYJ, of course. But then around 2014, I kind of fell out of love with K-pop a little bit. Uh, it just felt like, I know like fans say it all the time, but Back then, to me, it felt like a lot of things were changing. Um, also, the style was kind of changing. Like with the debut of GOT7 and BTS and all these groups, that was they were very hip-hop heavy. And That's true. Yeah. I was very much into like the second-gen ballads, <laughs> the Dongbang Jinggi harmonies. So I was a little, not put off, but like, I was like, oh, it's not really my thing. So I... I stopped following it that much or actually for from 2014 to 2017 I basically didn't follow it at all except like with a few exceptions I always followed Taemin's releases because he never oh. fails you know <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I checked up on Dong every once in a while to see how they're doing in the military <laughs> which was another reason why you know things felt like they were changing because most of the second gen guys were going to the military it, mm. it was kind of a big shift in 2014 I feel like yeah um so yeah um I, then I was out of the loop for a while um I still had these days every once in a while that I would just go back and listen to all the old k-pop but I wasn't really following new releases until um 2018 when I I discovered Elevator by Stray Kids which I was obsessed with because <laughs> it, to be fair, I was mostly obsessed with it that much because it reminded me of second generation. It kind of has that vibe. It sounds like a song from 2012. And I mean that in the best way. <laughs> um, so Always. <laughs> 2012 was the year. So that was like the catalyst that got me back into it. And then I, I discovered 80s. And 80s were the group that was finally able to fill the Dongbang Jingi shaped hole in my heart. So 80s are now my number one. You like 80s? <laughs> you didn't know. I didn't right? know that about you. I, <laughs> I had never no mentioned idea. it before. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still, like I said, I'm always a multi stan. I also love a lot of other um, fourth generation groups like. TXT, NCT, Stray Kids, um, yeah. And as you might have 
figured out by now. I'm mostly a boy group stan, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I don't like girl groups. I I just don't stand them as much. I really liked Secret and Miss A back in the day, and these days I really like Stacy. And I really up to a certain point I loved Weekly. I loved their style, but then their last comeback was kind of very different. I I enjoy listening to girl groups a lot. I just don't really stand the groups that much. Makes sense. Well, not for me, <laughs> but I get it. I honestly, I kind of have a similar trajectory, except I got into K-pop a year later in 2011. Mm. And I got into K-pop because my cousin had... A picture of Kikwang from Beast as her display. Good yeah. choice. Good <laughs> choice. <laughs> I know. Uh, as her display picture on MSN Messenger or Windows Live Messenger. That's not sure, like but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Um, and I just asked who that was. She told me about Beast. And I think the first song I watched was either shock or bad girl and i just fell in love yeah yes shock was also one of the first actual k-pop songs i heard it it was you can you can't not fall in love when when you hear i know (laughs) yeah and yeah i just got really really into beast um they were the first group i really stand and even though i don't really follow them as much now I honestly, they they will always have a special place in my heart because I followed them for years and they were my first K-pop group ever. And then it's kind of similar to what you said. I watched uh, the TV shows they were on and got to know more groups. And I remember when I got to like Tumblr, the (laughs) K-pop side of Tumblr, and the first comeback I ever followed closely live as it was happening was Chinese Sherlock and mm. that was fun <laughs> that was so I was so excited to be in the loop because that was a few months after I got into k-pop and up to that point I had mostly been going backwards to know all of the groups that had debuted before yeah, yeah. and yeah and that was that first really exciting moment of oh this is happening right now and I'm I'm in there, like, I'm in that movement, I guess. And, yeah, I had a blast with it. I didn't know that Beast was your first group. I always figured it was shiny. No, well, I got really into them not that long after. Mm. But, yeah, Beast. Beast was the, the very first. By the time we met, you were big into shiny, right? That's probably yeah. I had moved on. Well, no, well, I no, it's not true because as I said, I followed Beast pretty intensely for years, but I think I was more into Shiny already, yeah. and probably Girls' Generation, which was yes, and still is one of my very favorite groups. And then, just like you, I also kind of stopped following K-pop for a while probably around the same time I don't exactly remember but I think it must have been around 2014 too and then I never well I left kind of for a few months and then I would go back and 
and then stop caring again <laughs> back and forth for a while and I think I really fully got back into it probably in 2017 do you remember well, like what got you back into it was there a specific song or artist or just generally I remember when I checked out um I got love by Taeyeon that was in 2017 mm. But I, I'm not sure that it was the song that got me back into it. It's just the first song I remember checking out and being like, oh, yeah, cool. But a really great song. Um, but yeah, I'm n- not sure. I guess it was more more of a progressive Slow process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. What are your favorite groups now? Oh, <laughs> for sure. As you know, Vix is my favorite forever. Um, even though they're not really that active anymore although since they just had their 10-year anniversary yeah. they are releasing content again yeah i saw <laughs> what's happening <laughs> i'm very happy <laughs> um but yeah vix forever they're my favorites and then girls generation for sure um they're the two groups i will always 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 follow and then well beast like i said is forever in my heart even though I don't really follow them but for groups that I actually follow now and really like I'd say Luna and Dreamcatcher are big uh, groups that I follow and I still love Shiny and EXO for boy groups but there are many more like Red Velvet they're great G Friends slash Vivis slash the solo projects going on I'm still thrilled about and I left twice. Just, oh yeah, that's true. Yes, K-pop excellence. Very girl group heavy on your side. <laughs> yes, for sure. I am a girl group stan. It's weird that Vix is my favorite group ever. <laughs> it's very weird because I'm definitely a, a girl, girl group stan. Yeah, and we we that's met it. through K-pop. Yeah, and Tumblr. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we met through K-pop on Tumblr. <laughs> in 2012 right yeah yeah it's been 10 years i remember i followed a blog on tumblr who asked where people were from Mm, yeah yeah what i think happened is that you answered that you were from switzerland and then you said that if other people were from switzerland they could write and i was like well i from Switzerland so <laughs> I messaged you and that's basically how it started that's a rare social moment of mine apparently <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we became friends we talked for a, probably a good few months before we met in person yes I remember my mom telling me to be careful be <laughs> yeah. a creep and I was like I don't think like it would be real dedication for a creep to learn as much about K-pop as you knew just to like no. seduce me or whatever. <laughs> exactly the same. My mom and my sister were just saying, we're like, are you sure? Because you came over first. Yeah. You were like, are we really going to let a stranger just stay for a while? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Again, it's it had been months at this point. Yeah. I... I don't see how anyone would keep up with, especially K-pop that was pretty unpopular back then. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if if, if Creep 
learned all of that and got into all of that just to then kidnap me, I would have been like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> like, good for you. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't joke about that. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> you know what? Let's, let's leave it at that. <laughs> We're still really great friends now. It's been 10 years. It's yeah. It's crazy to me. And I feel like we're closer than ever. <laughs> yeah. Since, well, basically since the lockdown, because yeah. that's when we started calling every week. Yeah. And we, we always um, discuss the weekly releases, um, weekly K-pop releases when we call each other. So that's how we figure we might as well turn this into a, a, a podcast. Yes. Let's make these conversations public. <laughs> And um, yeah, the thing is, even though we're from the same country, we don't actually speak the same language. Switzerland is weird. <laughs> so we're not even just speaking English for the sake of this podcast. We actually have to speak English together because our yeah. our um, abilities to speak German and French are not good enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have... Uh, well, obviously, we both love K-pop, and there's a lot of songs that we both adore, but we also have very different tastes in a lot of cases. Yes. <laughs> and many times our tastes are on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes, I think that will be something that people will notice pretty yeah. fast. It'll be very yeah. obvious. <laughs> and um, we kind of, we check out a lot of music, not just for this podcast, but for years now um mm. and usually we also check out different things because you check out more of the indie and rock stuff and mm. i mostly check out b-sides of idol groups i'm very obsessed with checking out everything i have a huge excel file with pretty much every artist of like first second third and fourth generation <laughs> and i go through all of them and check out the whole discography I'm not through yet, but I'm getting there. And I mark every one green that I'm done with. My biggest dream in life is to one day see this Excel file. Okay, you, you shall see it when it's all green. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, all the groups that are still active, I not only have to make it green, I also have to put down a date when I last checked them out so that I know, oh, oh I haven't checked out the new stuff yet. It's a whole... Ooh. It's a whole process. <laughs> That's intense. Yeah. I I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Also a little scared, but mostly impressed. <laughs> and a little worried. Are you okay? No. I haven't been okay for a long time. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> well, um, get better um soon. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so let's dive into the May releases. Um, maybe we should say first that we would have loved to include a little snippet of each song, but we can't for legal reasons. So instead, we will link um, the playlist we created with all the songs we are mentioning. What's our first song on the list? Uh, yeah, let's, let's start with what from... From 20. The artist is from 20. Yes. And he has a song called What? Yes. <laughs> and it's a great song. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. You got kind of tired of it, right? Because you liked well, it at first. 
I did. I wouldn't say. Okay. Well, it's basically always the same thing with him. I think he's been around for about a year now. And I loved his first song. That was like nothing negative to say. I love it. It's great. But ever since then, all of his songs are always on the right track for me. It always, well, nearly always has an 80s vibe, which I love. Mm. But then there, I think it's honestly, at this point, I think it's just a question of taste that we, either <laughs> him and I or his team or whoever writes or produces his songs, I don't know how involved he is in that, but whoever does that um, and I, we don't have the same taste. So I really can say that what I don't like is because it's bad. It's just not to my taste. Hmm. So it is a pretty good song. Um, just maybe not entirely for me. I still enjoy it. If you, if you say that it pretty much always has an 80s vibe, I might have to check that out. <laughs> like his whole, yeah. I actually don't have him on my Excel yet. Because <laughs> um, well, He doesn't have that many songs. Okay. I wasn't actually aware of him until this came out so i was really happy really? about yeah i was really happy about that discovery because i really liked the song i mean i too have now listened to it so much that the novelty has worn off and i'm not that obsessed with it anymore but i really liked it at first um i mean obviously the 80s vibe is always great for me we, we both love 80s vibes right <laughs> it makes every song better um yeah oh yes <laughs> i I said this to you before, and I still feel this when I listen to it. But I'm not. I'm, I know. I don't know if I'm right, but to me, it sounds like the the chorus sounds a bit like I don't know a traditional Korean melody. I don't know if that. I don't want to be offensive, but I just like the title melody to my very Western ears sounds pretty eastern and i don't think it's a melody you'd hear in a western pop song so that makes it like the mix of the 80s vibe and that melody makes it very interesting to me yeah yeah i guess i see it or i hear it it just it doesn't sound like a typical western i mean obviously we're not no. looking for that anyway in k-pop but yeah it, yeah, it, it felt very different to me so yeah I like that <laughs> that's fair I I think he sounds pretty different in general to anything both in in western pop and in k-pop he yeah, sounds pretty yeah. unique yeah I'll definitely add him to my excel and and anticipate his releases from now on <laughs> yeah but for this one I really like the verses I'm just kind of let down by the chorus, but again, not because I don't think it's good, but more because it's not necessarily to my taste. Mm. And I have to say, I don't really like the one part at the end of the chorus. I don't really like it. I can't quite put my finger on what I don't like in the chorus, but yeah, I, I feel like it's it's I'm the problem. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I feel like if if you guys are into 80s and want to hear something a little different, then you should check him out. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have Blossom by Hwayon, which you put on the list, right? Yes, because <laughs> it's... I really 
I really love it. It has a, well, <laughs> it's perfect for what we were discussing before, because to me, it has a very 2012 K-pop sound. Mm. And I mean, do you, do you agree? Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't no. hear, I didn't hear that. I mean, I agree that it's good, but I didn't really get that 2012 vibe. Oh, well, I don't know. It just feels like, like old school to me. And I love the general atmosphere it's setting from the very beginning. Like from the first notes, you know exactly the feel of the song. And it's so great. I really like the percussions and also the, it's not really a riff, but there's three notes in the intro. And this alone kind of takes you on a whole journey, even though it's so simple and so short. It's a really well-made song. I don't dislike it it's a good song it's not one of my favorites but it's i discovered and i'll probably say this a lot on this podcast but it's really great for walking (laughs) that makes sense no that makes total sense yeah i i immediately had to add it to my walking playlist because as i was grabbing my coffee this morning and then walked to the train station with my coffee that song came on and i was like "Ooh, this is perfect this is exactly my beat to walk Yeah, I'm not surprised because that's one of the things I love so much about this song. First, because it sounds kind of old school and has a great atmosphere, but also it just the pace is so Mm. great. We're just marching straight ahead in the bridge. We go to halftime, but it's still we're we're never really slowing down. We have a goal in mind. We know where we're going. We're going there. We're not which, stopping. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but honestly, with today's K-pop, we're not always going where we think we're going in the songs. Oh, <laughs> so no, we so yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons why I love it so much because there's no changing tempo really harshly. Yeah. I honestly... K-pop at the moment is making me appreciate the simple things. <laughs> it's yeah, because like and, we uh, we've discussed before, it's fun to have one of these crazy songs with lots of different parts every once in a while. But now that m- a lot of them, if not most of them, are sounding like that, it's kind of getting old. Yeah, I feel like uh, we might pick up on this. Yeah, we might mention it again in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, <just> <laughs> Um, yeah but here it's just it's just perfect it never loses the momentum I think is what I was trying to say shall we move on to the next one yes Um, the next one well next one's actually not just a song we're discussing we're just kind of discussing the album which is Moth by Usong and it's so good Um, honestly his solo music has been great since his solo debut, basically. I mean, also his music, Mr. Rose, obviously, but his solos have been great from the start, but it keeps getting better still. Like I love this release, but I still think, oh no, I don't remember what it was called, but he had the best song ever in his discography last year. Yeah, last year was a great year for him. He just releases good songs all the time. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. It's just great. My like honestly, my my jaw was on the floor the first time I listened to this album. His, I feel like his style is super contemporary, mm. like very modern. But I feel like at the same time, 
you can kind of feel the influence of like early 2000s rock, which I guess is what he grew up with because he's our age. So that would make sense. Yeah, true. And I really like that combination. And Phase Me, the title song is a masterpiece. Let's let's just say it how it is. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed, agreed. <laughs> I wish it got played on our radios. It's it's so good. Um, yeah, like the the verses build up with this. That's where I kind of hear the early two thousands touch, like the build up of the verse. But then yeah. there's there's n- not what you're expecting, but it's kind of an anti drop. That leads to this very sexy chorus. It's mm-hmm. so good. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And honestly, the reason why I think Masterpiece is not an exaggeration at <laughs> all is when you start to look at the lyrics and the way the song is progressing. Yeah. It's genius. Because yeah. at first, because in the lyrics, he's talking, he's really nonchalant. And that's also reflected in the music at first. It's like, cold and closed off like yeah basically like i'm i'm over this person and then as the tension kind of builds up you start to feel more anger coming through mm-hmm. and it's like maybe yes he's over it but he's also gone through shit he's gone <laughs> through some things <laughs> um and so that anger and annoyance is speaking through but then you get to that really long held note and you're like, oh, it's going to like something really big is going to happen. But no, he doesn't give you that. You get an anti-drop yeah. and the lyrics, it doesn't phase me. Like, no, actually, you know what? I don't care. Like whatever you're doing now, I don't care. I'm not going to give you a really intense emotional chorus. Yeah, I'm just going to be really disinterested and... It, it ends up, I agree, being really sexy. Um, but mostly, like, the first thing is, like, yeah, no, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not phased. And I love that. Like, the music is painting the same picture as the lyrics. And it's great. Yeah. Masterpiece. Absolutely. And the music video is beautiful, too. Very artistic and aesthetic. Yes. And yeah. yeah. Really, really great. And then the whole album is really good. I also really love Modern Life. Which um, kind of gives me late One Direction sound, (laughs) like made in the AM era One Direction, which is a good thing, a very good thing. Um, Yeah, I don't know enough about them to second that, but I know I love this. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Maybe you should check out Made in the AM. (laughs) Yeah, I should. I feel like that's what One Direction could sound like today. Because, like, obviously, it's it's a little more modern. Um, that's what they could sound like today if they weren't stupid and had broken up. It's a great song and it's a great album. What What is your favorite apart from Phase Me? Well, modern Life. Too, yeah. I love it because I feel like it's kind of the opposite of Phase Me. Because you here you have a really very face in this one. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> the 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 verse is really more relaxed and calm, but then you get that really intense, anguished chorus with a lot of emotions, which mm-hmm. is what you would That's expect true. from Face Me. But it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I and I feel like maybe the this topic of modern life and social media and everything 
and life sucks is <laughs> been done over and over and over again. But at the same time, it it's probably done so much because it's so relevant. And especially for an idol. Well, I don't know if he really qualifies as an idol, but he's definitely in the music industry, which is probably not the easiest industry to be in. So yeah. I feel like for him, it makes even more sense that he would talk about all of that. So it makes sense. Life sucks. Yeah, Social and media it's, is the worst. And it's only getting more relevant, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, expect more of this, for sure. <laughs> so I really, really don't mind. And it's so raw and powerful and well-made that I... Love it. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's turn our attention next to AB6 with their new album A to B. Yes. Which I think you might have more positive things to say. Yes. First, I have a confession to make. (laughs) Okay. Actually, it was only a few days ago that I found out that AB6's name doesn't stand for their blood types. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's because I was influenced by like B1A4. Because <laughs> you know, B1A4 were yeah. called that because one member was type B and four were type A. And also M Black's fandom was called A plus because all the members were A. So I was really Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I knew about B1A4, but I didn't know about M Black. So I guess that was just really deeply engraved into my brain. So the first time I ever read AB6, I was like, oh, so there's six members and they're all type AB. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And I was so sure about that. I never questioned it. I never actually looked it up if I was right. I was just like, yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) And then I saw them live at K-Pop Flex and they were only four members. So I was like, oh, I guess they lost two. I guess they're like AB4 now. (laughs) (laughs) Which is wrong. (laughs) They weren't even six members to begin with. There were five. But yeah. Really? Wait. (laughs) Okay, so I should explain maybe why I'm saying about a group that we were discussing but I care about the music yeah. and I there are a lot of groups and artists that I don't know much about like I'm not a fan of them I'm not standing them so I don't know how many members there are in the groups I just care about the music and this is one of them, one of them I, yeah I just assumed there were six members I, I didn't think about the AB though but why why is it AB? Apparently, because I, I looked it up now. Um well I don't remember. <laughs> no, um okay. great, great this, job. The six is because they were five members and the sixth one is the fans. And A B was something stupid, like because honestly, <laughs> let's face it, pretty much all K-pop group names are stupid. Like I love eighties to the moon and back, but A Teenage or C is a really dumb name. Um <laughs> say what now? AB6 stands for something like absolute something. It kind of reminded me of BAP for like best absolute perfect. It's something like oh that. <laughs> really stupid. <laughs> best absolute perfect is yeah. Still although it's best. it's not it's still like VIX is still up there yeah there's a lot of interesting ones yeah so so i i actually feel like ab the blood type would have been a better choice <laughs> yeah yeah they should they, they should retcon that and just say that's 
why it's there. Um, anyways, <laughs> so for me too, um, I I never really cared about them much. They were like one of, like you said, like one of the many for me, one of the mass. Um, so I, I never knew much about them. But then I saw them at Flex, and they were good. <laughs> but I, I felt a little bad because it felt like they got the least amount of cheers um which you know because most people were there um for either nct or enhypen or kai or mamamoo so mm. i i i'm always a sucker for like oh poor boys i guess i have to check them out now so that's why i was excited about this comeback because it was the first comeback of theirs that i actually like followed you could say mm. Um, I did check out their whole discography a while ago on my Excel sheet, <laughs> um, but I only very few songs spoke to me, namely Heaven, which is amazing. But yeah, um, so I was excited for this comeback and it's not as good as I hoped it would be, but it's good. <laughs> I actually like the title song, Savior. Uh, it's one of those, I have a lot of cases at the moment where uh, I like the pre-chorus a lot better than the chorus. That's mm -hmm. how yeah. a lot of contemporary K-pop is for me. Um, this is one of those cases as well. I love the pre-chorus, um, mostly because it's more melo melo melodious. Melo melody? It's a melody. Nice. <laughs> it's nicer. <laughs> yeah. And um, if I have a choice between an actual melody and just like spoken shouty parts, I'll always choose the former. Um, so I love the pre-chorus and I I like the verses too. I, I love the whole beginning, but my, my least favorite part is the actual chorus. Uh, it's kind of underwhelming in comparison to the rest of the song. But um, yeah, it's it's a good song. And my favorite lyric is just you, me, no hashtag. <laughs> That's a pretty great lyric. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I had to I write that down. That. Right? It's actually quite deep when you think about it yeah no social media well, again social media bad i think they should talk to usong about this yes they might have something in common <laughs> yeah and i feel like it's a song it's one of those songs that gets better the more you listen to it oh disagree <laughs> sorry <Okay. laughs> um well i i don't i hate it you know it's gonna be good when it starts with i don't hate it but <laughs> Uh, I don't hate it, but it's kind of a lost opportunity in a way, because I think the the very beginning is really harsh and intense and empty, but in a in a good way, and it's really engaging. Honestly, when it yeah. started, I was like, "Wow, that's." Right? <laughs> I I mean I, I I also like a very melo melodic song. Oh, not that's the I, word, melodic. I, I, it just came to me. <laughs> not, not melodious. Really, <laughs> obviously, I love a really melodic line or song even. But sometimes when it's really harsh and it's kind of industrial and everything, that's really cool. So I really like the sound. And the rap is really nice and fits the tone really well. Mm. But then the pre-chorus, it's pretty. What? It's in its part. Well, yes, but that's the problem because it's really pretty, it's really nice, and it's the well, maybe not the best part because I do love the beginning, but mm. it's so out of place. It doesn't fit at all. I'm pretty sure there's a key change 
but not at all satisfying. It's <laughs> it's so jarring and weird. And honestly, even though by itself it's really pretty, I can really enjoy it just because it's smushed in the middle of these two really, really harsh and empty um, and in kind of industrial parts. And it doesn't fit in, so I don't like it. And then we go back to the really harsh sound of the chorus. I'm pretty sure we go back to the first key. And somehow it's even worse and even more jarring than going from the verse to the pre-chorus. I am not enjoying this song at this point. At this point, <laughs> I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, I like it. I mean, I'm not... Cra- I'm not crazy about it, like best song of the year, but I like it. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was, I will still look, I will still be looking forward to their next comeback. Cause you know yeah, how when you, I feel like when you've seen an artist live, even if you're not the biggest fan, you kind of have a fond spot for them in your heart. Yes. <laughs> and that's me with them now. And I actually saw a bunch of people online saying that they became a fan after k-pop flex so i'm really happy about that for for them yeah and because um, they were probably one of the smallest or yeah. less known groups there right yes exactly but but Good i still feel like they could need some extra love so if anyone is looking for more groups to stand check them out maybe yeah. we'll fall in love <laughs> let's move on to bring it on by one us um which i have quite a lot to say to okay you. can i say my thing first yes because i have very little to say okay <laughs> what i have to say is no <laughs> no <laughs> there's so much whoop whoop and brut brut and skirt no i hate it i hate this song i'm so i'm so sorry i used to really like them they had cool songs and now They've just, to me, devolved into annoying generic and I noise music. Agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm saying it in a nicer way, I feel like. And and I, yeah, I don't hate the song as much as you do. But um, I feel like at some point, when us were like, <laughs> please don't gatekeep noise music. We want to make noise music as well. And <laughs> they haven't stopped since then. <laughs> Because I yeah. I love their older music, but ever since, like, what song was that? Sometime last year, I feel like. Yeah, beginning of the year. Last yeah, year, right? they delved into the noise music genre and they haven't yeah. come back up. <laughs> yeah, um, and they used to have such, like, honestly, sophisticated music. Yeah. Classy and cool, and they had that vampire concept. Which I know you love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that, I guess, maybe the concept made it so that they had this really elevated, sophisticated sound. Mm. And now it's gone. Yeah, it changed. Yeah, it changed with the album Devil. Which, but I have to say, that one still had the, the title song, No Diggity, was their first noise song, in my opinion. <laughs> But the B-sides of that album were all amazing. I Pretty much every single b almost every single B-side I loved. I actually added like four of them to my best of list of the year. Yeah. 
So in the beginning, I saw many of them in your list. (laughs) So in the beginning of their noise phase, it was only the title song and they still had great um, B-sides in their older style, I feel like. But then the last two comebacks, Black Mirror and then Luna and now this, I I guess I, I didn't want to admit it yet <laughs> i was still super excited for this comeback because yeah I, I used to like them a lot but um sadly this comeback continued in the fashion of the last two comebacks so yeah but actually i i disagree well i know you like luna me, but i well not only <laughs> luna <laughs> i really like uh black mirror too and it's what? not noise music and Luna no, that's is true. Not that's noise music. That's true. That's true. But there's, yeah, no diggity was noise music. And then yeah. the last two comebacks just weren't for me at all. And also not in, I feel like not in in the same style as their old music was. Like Black no, Mirror. No, that's true. Yeah, Black Mirror felt kind of out of place for me. For me too, but I really liked it. So I didn't mind that it was different because it was so good and same with uh shut up crazy hot <laughs> that was something <laughs> I, I know you don't like it but to me it's it's really different from their previous style oh, sure. but it fits in so well with black mirror it's kind of a similar style and luna is the the odd one out but it's so good and it harkens back to, to their first style i'd yeah. say I did like Life is Beautiful from last year, which might not be your style. <laughs> I did like that I one. I don't remember it. Okay. It was kind of a, not like a really big release with actual promotion. It was more of a side release. I oh, guess yeah, it's not my style. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, Bring It On is a lot. <laughs> it's like we mentioned oh, yeah. before it's one of these it's one of these songs that just has a lot of different parts and i know that that is a thing in k-pop ever since um girls generations i got a boy and like we said it's great every once in a while and it's it can be done really well but it didn't i didn't feel it in this song it, i don't think it worked in this song i like parts of it <laughs> um but then what, what mostly feels out of place is the instrumental dance break part, which did not fit. Um, yeah, it, it could be cool in a different song, but not in this song. So um, yeah, which uh, is the problem with these really mashup noise yeah, songs? Yeah, that there there are some sometimes really nice parts, but I I don't want to put myself through the whole song just to listen to a nice <laughs> pre-chorus or a really great yeah. bridge Cause, or cause the pre-chorus was good <laughs> yeah which is usually the case in these songs the yeah i know it's always, always a, more it's always the best part like the melodic part <laughs> there yeah again. i mean it's yeah. it, it it has become kind of a thing in k-pop like best pre-choruses i see videos like this <laughs> all the time I don't want it to become a thing because that means it's a mediocre song with one really great part that I'm never going to go listen to. Yeah. I think I'm almost more disappointed by the B-sides than I am by the title song because I expected 
well, yeah, sadly, I kind of expected a title song not to fit my taste. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I expected to love the B-sides because I usually do with them. And I did not. So that's yeah. sad. I mean, they're not bad songs. I added one or two of them to my library, but it wasn't anything I was excited by. <laughs> Down. Yeah. But there's also a song called Mr. Wolf which was the final straw for me and I had to create a playlist for all the wolf-themed K-pop songs because there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing... Well, no. The the first one that came to mind <laughs> is not the best. Which one? Wolf, wolf Gang? by EXO. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the start of the wolf trend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. Like, why did that song create a trend? <laughs> There's a lot of wolf yeah. songs. It's weird. Next up is Kang Daniel. And I'm surprised that you're excited. Well, I'm partly excited. Well, there are songs I really don't like. And then there's one song that I'm in love with. Um, but I guess let's go to Upside Down first. Yes. The title song. The thing is, I love his voice so much that mm. even if at first I don't like a song of his, I usually gaslight myself into thinking I love it <laughs> just because his voice is so soothing and cool. So that's mm-hmm. kind of was my um, experience with Upside Down. It's not great. It's all right. But and the, more I, the more I listen to it, the more I was like, mm, maybe it's not bad. <laughs> I kind of prefer um, darker concepts from him, especially yes. since Paranoia, which was God sent. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. So I think that fits him really well and his voice. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I guess I can't really be neutral because... I am still influenced by the masterpiece that was Paranoia. So mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed by Upside Down. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. kind of boring. It's yeah. kind of a, a nothing song. I don't really understand why this but, one was chosen to be the title song. I know, there are much better songs on the album. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that even if it's not a great song, um, he has such a distinct style like I can't really name it but his songs are very easily recognizable as Kang Daniel songs like it's the combination of the rhythm and the backing track and and his voice I don't know you know what I mean yeah okay (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) right I haven't really stopped to think about it but I I feel like I see what you mean okay when I hear that style I at some point start liking a song even if at first I didn't I still think that there are much better songs on the album but I mm-hmm. I enjoy upside down more now I hope it happens for me but I doubt it well my my absolutely favorite song of the album is the story really um, it's so good it's Kang Daniel at his best <laughs> it's absolutely amazing I'm obsessed with it yeah and that's basically all I can say about it because I can't really, it's it's pretty much what I said before. It's this very distinct Kang Daniel style and it's a very great song. And Interesting. Yeah. Because I don't find it very memorable. Really? Oh, it's so good. I, I also don't have much to say about it, but more because it's so forgettable. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> 
I also really like parade because it's yes. kind of <laughs> it kind of brings back that eerie creepy feeling of paranoia and I think that fits him really well and then yes. but then in contrast the chorus is very calming like it has these two very contrasting feelings of the eerie verse and then the calm chorus um which I think is like done really well well I have to agree with the the first part of what you said <laughs> I love this really creepy kind of unsettling atmosphere it's a, it fits him so well mm-hmm And I, I think that his really soft voice, because it's so soft and warm, it really works when it's put in contrast with the mm. rest of the, with the instrumentals. I love the verses, but I'm not a fan of the chorus. I think it's, oh. I'm kind of disappointed because I was expecting the chorus to go more intense and darker. And so... Every time it goes to that calm and breezy sound, I, I don't really like it. I'm kind of let down. I feel like that, that's what makes it creepier, you know? Because then you're lulled in that security of the calm chorus again, and then it gets creepy again. I don't know. I, I hear that. It doesn't completely work for me, but I still really like the the verses it's half of a really great song to me <laughs> and i'm pretty sure you're gonna disagree but i also love a thousand times it's a bit boring to me but i understand the idea okay. i see <laughs> what it's supposed to be but that's a perfect example how, of how his voice doesn't fit with the instrumental because the instrumental is too much like his voice it's really soft and well, i guess airy <laughs> i feel like there's nothing cutting through the airiness yeah, but, of it but for some moods and situations you don't want there to be something cutting through it right like it's it's one of those slower songs that doesn't feel heavy at all but very light and airy yeah yeah that's and true breezy. so Yeah, you know what, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess I was maybe too focused on the, it has to be different from the voice. Um, but yeah, I guess it does. Like I'm listening to it now. <laughs> as we speak. And it's true, it's nice. It's not my favorite, but it's very calming. Um, I was going to say, then there's one song that you really love. <laughs> yes. I am in love with Right For You. It's so good again with that really creepy or it's not as creepy but but it's more haunting than parade yeah i love it for me this one really works like fully i'm really really into it mm. um i really like the that kind of wandering bass synth and like paired, paired with the haunting vocals in the beginning it's like Okay, I know exactly what it's gonna be like, and it delivers. <laughs> I didn't like it that much. I mean, I added it to my library. I liked it enough to add it, because um, basically, pretty much the whole album is good. <laughs> um, but it didn't stand out to me. Oh no, that was an instant fave, and yeah, instant favorite. It's gonna be probably in my favorite playlist for the year. I found it a bit 
boring, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we have pretty much opposite opinions about this album. <laughs> True. But we agree that it's a good album. He also released um, the Universe song, Ready to Ride. I really liked that one too. But but that too was one of those songs that I had to listen to a couple of times before I realized Same. that I <laughs> like it. <laughs> I, I agree with this one. At first, I didn't like it. I don't like the trap hi-hats in anything <laughs> ever, honestly. If I like a song with it, it's just I, I tolerate it, but I'm really not a fan of trap. And so I was ready to dislike it, but actually it's really cool yeah because once again it sets that uh, it's less creepy but it's more yeah but it has a little bit of this mm-hmm. eerie kind of yes style. i think that's the right <laughs> word yeah. yes and it manages to retain that throughout the whole song which yeah. is really welcome also i want someone to make a really dark intense epic rock or metal remix i feel like it would (laughs) work so well with this song the the melody and the darkness that's already there just would lend itself so perfectly to a metal cover really intense you know yeah i can see that i mean i wouldn't appreciate it because i'm not into that but i can see (laughs) next up we have um move by tnx which is their debut song and we have very different opinions about it. I am yeah. super, super excited um, about this song. I love it a lot and you don't. <laughs> and I hate it a lot. This is really a great look for me. I, <laughs> I'm not a worry. hater. <laughs> don't worry. The ones I hate are coming up. <laughs> Good. We want more hate. Um no. For, for real, I'm not a hater. I'm a positive person. I love K-pop. But this month? Yeah. It wasn't the best month to start this podcast. because Yes, not. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I love Move by TNX. I have decided that they will be the rookies of 2022 that I support. <laughs> Unless there's okay. someone even better coming up. Um, oh, that would be... It's a great debut. I mean, it's even if you don't like the song, you have to admit it's a great debut. No, <laughs> I don't have to. No, because like, I mean, objectively, it's exactly the current trend, but it's a good example of it. You know? I see. Well, I, I agree. It's <laughs> the right trend. Like, it's, it's, part of the current trend that I, I agree with <laughs> that it's a good example of it I strongly disagree no, with oh it's so good okay let me convince you guys to listen to it it's for lovers of stray kids 80s and second generation strings <laughs> that I agree with right <laughs> the so- problem is I don't like 80s so I'm not gonna like this either and I don't like the noise music from Stray Kids so I'm definitely not gonna that like makes sense. this but if you're into that you yeah. like it it's a good one um the song begins with these beautiful strings that immediately gave me flashbacks to 2012 so from that so like immediately they had my attention because I miss strings in k-pop a lot 
Yeah, same. Um, and then it is, like I said, it's a very contemporary song. They very much captured the zeitgeist. Um, but the, like we said before, we, I'm going to mention the pre-chorus again. It has a really beautiful pre-chorus that gives me Stray Kids vibes. Um, yes. Right? I can yeah, I, I, I agree. The, the pre-chorus is really, really good. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> um, and then in the bridge, the strings are back. And I'm like, yes. Uh, and it's just such a good song. And and a really, like a really polished debut. It doesn't seem like a debut. It seems like they have been around for a while. Um, and I think they are very promising and talented. And we'll probably hear from them a lot. So you should check them out. Yeah, I also think they're talented. And good. That's really not my issue. My issue is just the song. It feels like it's maliciously. Oh my god! (laughs) My cats are fighting. (laughs) They don't agree with me. (laughs) It feels like the song is maliciously teasing me. Like it's so close (laughs) to being good. It has a really great pre-chorus. Yes. But then the chorus, I don't like it. I'm just fair yeah but again like by all means go listen to it and be ready to enjoy it I'm (laughs) really not here to like I don't wait what's discourage yeah I'm really not here to discourage anyone from enjoying music that's the opposite of my goal so I yes I really want to talk about sus by meek trib which is as you know, right up my alley, it's rock, yeah. it's intense, it's harsh, and it's fast, and that's exactly what I like. It's the perfect example of how rock should be rough around the edges and, and imperfect. And fun, first of all, fun. It's so fun. I really like the first verse that's in that really um, harsh but still kind of tame sound and you can feel there are a lot of anger and other emotions uh, between that. But then it goes up probably an octave and it's so intense. The next chorus is so good. So I'm just having so much fun with this song when I'm listening and it's kind of cathartic too that's one of the reasons I really like rock and metal and really harsh music it's so cathartic to hear someone kind of scream and hmm. complain and everything I I love that that does see that that does nothing for me <laughs> I never even as like a teenager you know and like a lot of people like like rebellious rock music to get out mm. there. I never was into that. I, I can't get anything out of that. So as you might have guessed, this is not really my my thing. It is nothing for me. What I know is totally your style, but um, I like rock. I don't like metal, but I like rock. But even in rock, I like for me, there needs to be more it needs to be more of like melodic and epic kind of rock and less just noise <laughs> to use the K-pop lingo. Um, I really like the end of the song though, because that is what would be more my style. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because it's 
pretty different from the rest, right? Yeah, yeah. There are two parts that are really different. It's the end and it it sounds like a bridge, but it's pretty, pretty early on in the song and it's way more subdued. It kind of feels desperate. And I really like that because at first it's really, yeah, angry and defiant. And then, and that's fun. I'm fine with that. But then when you get these two parts that are more serious and plaintive almost Mm. it kind of gives more layers to the song emotionally and it kind of motivates the anger because you're like oh okay yeah i know where this is coming from i can relate to that more and i think that's a really smart way to to write a song like this to be like yeah but there's more than just a rebellious defiant i was just like this just came to me <laughs> i never actually thought about that but maybe because i i can't really relate that's why i don't like that kind of music because i can't really relate to anger in songs and maybe it's because i don't really get angry and i don't mean that in a i'm better in everyone way because <laughs> maybe it would be good to get angry every once in a while but like i'm not a person who gets angry a lot so i can't really relate to that feeling you know yeah, I get that. Hmm. I'm kind of the same. I don't really get very angry, but for me, it's like I know this is going to get deep. <laughs> I know very clearly that it. I wish I could, but I don't really let myself be angry. Mm. It feels like a, a bad emotion. But then I guess music that's really angry is really satisfying for me because it's like oh yeah anger is fine it's fine to feel that and I can kind of feel it through someone else's experience in a way Mm. I think that's why I really like it and I think I've told you before I really like music that makes me feel like my brain has gone through the laundry machine (laughs) I don't know how else to explain it explain it whether it's rock or really intense EDM or whatever the the genre is, I really like that feeling that it's just so intense. And this really works for me in that way. It's definitely an intense song. I can say that much. <laughs> so I guess this is for the people who have either too much anger or maybe not enough and <laughs> could channel their anger through that yes so if you just like rock and chaos in music this is for you um the next song is no real place by say sumi do you like this one no oh really well i don't hate it i don't actively dislike it it i just it doesn't really do anything for me again um but as i listen to it again it kind of sounds like a movie end credit song like in a good way um i was gonna ask. i would be like i would be like oh that's a cool ending credit song but i wouldn't like seek it out to listen to it but for some reason as i was listening to it i was thinking of 10 things i hate about you that i could kind of see see it being played in that universe or in the ending credits of that film i haven't seen that what no i know i know Wow. Okay, you need to watch. Yes. That. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but it's funny. It's one I thought that you might like. Because I knew, well, I didn't know, but I was suspecting that sus <laughs> would be your thing. But when I put this one in the playlist, I was like, I felt like I was doing you a favor. Oh, no, no. You discovered the song. <laughs> no, but, you, you oh, well. were right in the way that it's like out of the few obscure songs that you added. <laughs> like, you know, like the... Yeah. yeah more no, rocky. I, I, yes. okay you get what i mean it's definitely it's the one i liked mm. most yeah so i wasn't completely wrong no i like it enough for the both of us so that's fine because it's just i thought you might like it because it's really fun and light and it's kind of like soft rock and it's so catchy it has a really poppy catchy melody with that rock universe around it so mm. i really really like that juxtaposition and it's kind of repetitive but in a good way it feels mm -hmm. like you're being taken along for a ride on a circling path but you're happy you're there it makes me feel at the same time like i'm in i'm walking in the forest or i'm driving on a really long drive um and there's no one on the road and also like it's on the beach at sunset okay i mostly can explain my love for this song through how i feel about it <laughs> that makes sense that's one of the so the those songs that i know that 15 year old me would i've loved and i think that's because it's it sounds like one of Arcade Fire is more a beat songs in a way, and that's my favorite band ever. So it makes mm -hmm. sense that I would like it so much. And the group has some really, really great stuff. I'm really excited about them and happy that they're around, basically. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad you don't like it more, but maybe it'll grow on me. Let's talk about Classy's debut album, Class is Over. And I think you have some good things to say about it. Um, semi-good. <laughs> But I have things to say for sure. <laughs> well, good. actually, they, um, they released two mini albums this month. There was their debut mini album, Class is Over, with the title song Shut Down. And then there's a second one called Lives Across that they released at the end of the month. And, but I, I don't think they promoted that. or at least right, that totally flew under the radar. Yeah, I only saw it because I went back to check out the songs in preparation for the episode. I was like, huh, there's more? Um, yeah, I had no idea. You didn't miss much, though? <laughs> well, uh, um, on the second mini album, they have the song Same, Same, Different. And it was only then when I realized that they are actually the girls from that NBC survival show, My Teenage Girl. Because, like, What? yeah, I wasn't following that show at all, but I remember hearing that mm -hmm. song when, like, 30 of the contestants sang it together, and I hated oh. it. <laughs> um, I think they even went on a music show with it. And it's, as personally, I find the song super annoying, so I wasn't exactly thrilled to discover that they sing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that was... That solved that mystery that they are these girls. <laughs> um, 
all in all, I'm not impressed with these two first mini albums. Um, I mean, it's not bad music, but it's there's not really a personal tone or personal color um, or any outstanding song on it. It's a very tame, very generic girl group debut. Um, mm. And I feel like these days where there are so many groups, you can't afford to have a mediocre debut. Like you, you should try to stand out in some way. Um, yeah, I, in my opinion, the, the title song Shutdown is the definitely the best of the album or of the two albums. And but it, it's not like anything crazy, unique, or yeah. But it's a good workout song I've discovered. <laughs> um, and I, I actually like the music video. I feel like they definitely hit the sidegeist with the zombie theme like the zombies in school it's also Mm. not a novelty or like super creative choice but it's definitely a good choice for 2022 (laughs) um zombies are still hot so um yeah i did like feeling so good also from the first mini album that is pretty nice and for me it's probably the closest to a spring girl group song that was released this month so i like that this the kind of girl group song that we haven't really gotten a lot lately, you know, like this more uplifting, breezy, fun thing instead of like the intense, yeah. intense, dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's all girl crush and no yeah. fun. But yeah, I, I mostly agree with uh, what you said about Shut Down. I think I like it more than you do. It's, I saw someone reviewing it, can't remember who, and they were like, this is a bit shouty and not great. So I was ready to not like it, but actually I was pleasantly surprised. But it feels like more of a guilty pleasure. It's not like, oh, this is <laughs> really great. It's just really fun, mm. you know. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it. It's not my favorite, but exactly what you said it's so so nice to finally have more fun songs um for well fun girl group songs because that was a desert in the the girl group department but but honestly fun boy group songs too like i want someone to bring back like the the cute bright b1a4 type boy group music yeah. Well, there is at least one this month, <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, it feels like <laughs> a very like stern, serious month, which yeah. is weird for May because usually that's when. Well, but I guess it, it might be because um, G Friend doesn't exist anymore, and they used <laughs> to have those really fresh, fun spring songs. And A Pink is now doing something not at all in that style which is also Mm. great it's just that there's kind of a vacuum yeah and even weekly left that path which is sad um and then feeling so good for me is a little too close to being a children's song for me what yeah a bit babyish to me what and that's coming from the girl group lover (laughs) i know i'm extremely surprised um, but there's one song I think I like, well, no, I know I like more than Shut Down and it's Tell Me One More Time, Drama, Intensity, mm. full bass line. It's kind of dreamy, great melodies. It's so good. 
It's everything I want from a girl group song. I'm just kind of sick of that bass, you know? It's yeah, I get been that. around get in that. K-pop for like a yeah, few years. 2018 is kind of when it started, I feel like. But it's funny, I was listening to this song earlier and thinking about that cool baseline. <laughs> and I was kind of feeling sorry for you because I remember <laughs> back in January when we checked out the first few songs of the year that has that had a lot of that baseline heavy vibe. You're over it. Yeah, very and much. it's now June. <laughs> When the trend was starting, I was like, "Ooh, funky bass!" But now I'm just so sick of it. Like I've heard yeah, it a I thousand times, that. and it's always the same bass line. I please get over it. Yeah, <sighs> I I do love the '70s feel it brings here, but I and mostly I like the trend. But I totally get that you would get sick of it. Yeah. Are we moving on to the next one? Or any final yeah. words about Classy? <laughs> no. I'm, okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. We have another debut coming up. That's um, Les Seraphim's Fearless. And yeah. um, to me, to go back to what I just said about Classy, I feel like they actually did one thing very right and it's standing out. It might not be the song mm -hmm. of the year, like it's not the best song ever in my opinion, but it is a debut that stands out and that you'll remember. It's quite a statement. Um, <laughs> and if you don't remember it for the song, <laughs> you remember it for everything that's going yeah. on with the, the group. Most people have heard about them by now <laughs> for yeah. some for one reason or another. <laughs> yeah. But um, the good thing is, even without the drama, the I totally agree that the song definitely stands out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's honestly it's kind of fierce and confident, mm -hmm. but it's simple. It's really simple and straight to the point, but I, I think we we talked about it before and it's it feels like they're just saying like just so you know we're here. Yeah. We're waiting for you to judge us and to say if we're good or not. We're just here to stay. That's it. <laughs> Which is ironic. <laughs> well to stay. We'll we'll see. <laughs> At least the song really channels that kind of feeling and I am here for it. Yeah. We'll see what happens with the group, but if we're strictly discussing the music, then <laughs> It's great. Good start. Yeah. It's a great debut. Yeah. Yes. I was a bit disappointed by the B-sides because, you know, I love checking out B-sides. I'm always hoping to discover treasures in the B-sides. Um, I didn't like any of them, but with a title song that strong and this being their debut, that's okay for me. So I was, yeah, a bit disappointed, but it didn't really ruin the whole debut experience for me. Yeah. As for me, I really like the great Mer the great mermaid, <laughs> and I'm hoping that maybe you'll listen to it again and maybe change maybe, your mind. Maybe I'll come time. around. Okay, I'll I'll give it another yeah. shot. <laughs> But it's just really, also really different. I really like that it starts really shaky and uncertain. You're not really sure where it's going, mm. and I 
think that's due to the really weird, gritty, grinding synth <laughs> that's almost kind of rubbing against the vocal melody melody in a really cool way. I I don't know exactly how to describe it <laughs> better than that, but it's really like this shouldn't be here but it really works <laughs> i i love that in a song when you're like oh i wouldn't have done that but i love it and you kind of get released from that tension and shakiness in the pre-chorus because that completely drops out that synth in is completely gone and you're like oh it's it feels more empty but it feels more stable because mm. that's what's making it kind of uncertain and weird and i really like that like the whole song kind of play with that plays with that it kind of comes in and out all the time and i also just really like the really beautiful high vocals these girls are good yeah yeah just like the fun distorted kind of industrial sounds a really, really nice in a girl group song with really soft, sweet voices. That's really mm, yeah, great that makes contrast. sense. Like I can see that. I'll give it another shot. <laughs> Let's move on to Tomorrow by Together's Thursday Child. Thursday's mm. Child. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, I was probably the comeback I was most excited about this month. Mm. Uh, I think Tomorrow by Together have one of the best, if not the best, discography of first-generation groups. Yeah. Their discography is almost no skip for me. Unfortunately, they have given me two skip songs on this mini-album. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's talk about the good first. <laughs> um, opening sequence is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it, absolutely. Right? So good. It is absolutely incredible. Um, I... I'm not sure if I can describe why it is so great, but it, it's it's just great. <laughs> it's kind of it's almost like hypnotizing. Like it puts me in a trance, but in a good way. Yes, yes, exactly. It's really <laughs> haunting and hypnotizing. Yeah. It's so beautiful despite it being kind of dark. Everything works together absolutely perfectly to just make this amazing, um, like heart-wrenching and dark intense song it's just so good everything from the instrumental to the vocals are just to die for yeah it's absolutely perfect i wish i had made that one the title song i mean same exactly what i was thinking (laughs) good boy gone bad is not bad um it's actually quite good but it can't beat opening sequence (laughs) and i feel like yeah in my in my book, Good Boy Combat's only flaw is that it was released after the masterpieces that were Love Song and Loser Lover, <laughs> because it does pale a bit in comparison. Like it's a good song, Absolutely. but it those were just great, like just perfect. So yeah, and even though like, it keeps some of the aspects from those, because there's still that really. I was gonna say really strong rock vibe. There's a there's a bit of rock. Yeah, I feel like they have kind of found this. I mean, maybe it's just a phase for them, but I feel like they have kind of found this niche that fits them really well. Like this this subgenre <laughs> they have created for themselves mm-hmm. um, since Love Song. 
that is this very specific boyish, rebellious, rock-inspired sound, but still, mm-hmm. but still K-pop, still idol group, but yeah, but very like this rebellious, um, rocky thing, and it fits them mm-hmm. so well. I'm so happy about it, and I yeah. I think in general, um, dark concepts fit them super well. So that's really cool. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, it feels a little too much like, I don't know, like not serious enough. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't know if that's a very good way to describe it, but also the, well, the whole good boy gone bad idea. Yeah. I find it honestly a bit cringe at this point. And <laughs> the longer I've been in K-pop, the worse it is because it feels really disingenuous to me to be like, oh yeah, bad boys, bad girls. Because it's not only about them. Um, but all of the bad boys and bad girls concepts are kind of disingenuous and hypocritical when you think about the fact that idols are absolutely not allowed to be bad boys and bad girls for real. I mean, I'm not saying that they should be bad people, but the smallest little deviation from the path and they're punished pretty severely yeah but then you could also say that all the good girl good boy style comebacks are disingenuous too because like you know that they're not always perfect and it's just an act you could say that pretty much about any concept I guess it just bugs me that it's like, oh yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> look at look at our idols they're so bad but if they did anything remotely bad they would be punished yeah but yeah like to get back to the actual song <laughs> it's a, a little lackluster yeah especially i mean i can't really judge it objectively because i have the last two comebacks very clearly still in my in my yeah, same. yeah. if maybe if I only knew this song, I'd be like, oh, this is great. Because they, as you said, they have a really, really great discography. And mm-hmm. sadly, while it's not bad, it's probably their worst title song. I wouldn't say I, I would have to think. It is Cats and Dogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> See, <laughs> so <laughs> I would have to think about this statement for a bit longer to to agree or disagree (laughs) but still it's not bad it's just they have such a high standard that this one is just like under the standard and so it stands out for another group it would be a great song but for them it's not one of the best yeah yeah but definitely everyone should check out opening sequence yes but then i think we both really hate trust fund baby yeah (laughs) no follow-up yeah let's just leave it at that (laughs) yeah you know i love a good ballad but it's not a good ballad (laughs) yeah sorry no okay next we're gonna talk about 17's album face the sun do you want to begin or should i sure um so i was wrong and you well I was kind of wrong and you were kind of right about Hot. Because at first, I didn't really like it. Um, But that was a very, very fast judgment for me. Because I (laughs) hadn't even listened to the whole song when I said I didn't like it. 
So I'm sorry. I apologize. The thing is, I got a bit scared because there's a bunch of auto-tuned noises and whoops and stuff going on in the beginning. As you know, I don't like that. But actually, after that, it gets really nice. I really like the guitar and the beat is really nice. And I like that kind of a siren, like the, the siren noise going on is really, oh, it's a nice touch. And it's a really high energy and fun. I don't like the whooping, but <laughs> I can get behind the rest. It feels like a perfectly good song that didn't have to have that um, like hype vibe added to it. But other than that, I really like it. You're right. I am so glad to hear that. I didn't. I didn't expect that change of mind. Yeah, me either. <laughs> As you know. Uh, this release of theirs sent me down a whole 17 hole. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> the thing is, for a long time, I didn't really get the 17 hype. They mm. debuted during my K-pop break, so I never checked out their early stuff. They, I mean, I knew Pretty You because it's pretty much impossible not to know the song. But apart from that, I only really heard their newer songs, like 2018 and newer and uh, yeah, they, I haven't checked them off on my Excel sheet yet. <laughs> well, now I have, but I hadn't before this release because I, I wasn't in a hurry. <laughs> I wasn't really that interested in it because the, the songs that I knew, like the newer songs, um, weren't really my style. But that changed last year. They started releasing really good stuff um, yeah. that made me go for the first time. Do I like 17 now? <laughs> um <laughs> They they released wait what was it the one before rock with you ready to love no one before that <laughs> oh um, anyone yes they released anyone which was the first one I liked um, and then they doubled down with rock with you which I also mm-hmm. really was right down my lane um, yeah but I I still didn't check out the whole discography until they released this album. Because it was so good. <laughs> I was so impressed that I had to go check out everything. And turns out I really liked their early stuff. I love their 2016 to 2017 stuff. I just don't like um, the middle part of their discography, apparently. But yeah, I obviously love Hot as well. I think it's a case of going with the current trends done right. Yeah, because mostly... Yeah, mostly. Because <laughs> like we mentioned a bunch of times now, there's so many songs that um, were released lately where you're like, yeah, this is actually what's in trend right now, but it sounds like it's so generic that it sounds like 50 other songs. Mm-hmm. But Hot is catchy, unique, and fun enough to not get lost in the sauce. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. It's honestly so good. It's always stuck in my head. Yeah, it's really fun. It's definitely a confidence-boosting song, too. I feel I feel like if you're just like walking around listening to this, no one can do anything to bring it down. <laughs> That's it's true. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a pretty great album in general. There's a bunch of good songs. I also really like Domino and Don Quixote. Yeah, same. I kind of fell in love because I... I think I, I checked out um, the rest of the album before I properly listened to Hot. <laughs> Domino was an instant favorite, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 
so floaty and soft and groovy. It's really cool. <laughs> and then the more I get, I guess, square chorus cuts through the layers of fluff, and it's so great. It's so satisfying. And the the second part of the chorus with the piano or keyboard is also really, really great. There's just a really good balance between soft and harsh. And even the mm. raps aren't always welcome in K-pop songs because it feels like the the obligatory part <laughs> of the song. It's just, yeah, it feels fun and exciting it fits in with this the songs i just really like it all in all a pretty pretty good album and yeah and it kind of changed my my whole opinion about them <laughs> um next like let's talk about far away by boyhood which is one that i didn't think you would like but apparently you do yes um, okay. Well, I'm kind of surprised that you think I wouldn't like it. <laughs> um, well, I feel like it's possibly something that would be your style, but also possibly something that you would find boring. Well, admittedly, the first time I did find it boring, but I didn't actually. It's the same with like with you and Hot by Seventeen. I didn't actually yeah. listen to the whole song the first time. I dismissed it pretty soon. I was like, eh, no. <laughs> but mm. um. I changed my mind. I actually really like it now. I I can totally recommend listening to it on a train and looking dramatically out the window. Yes. <laughs> it's like a song that has drama, you know? And yes. I, you know, I love drama in songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts great from the first note and it just continues that way. Like from the first strum of the guitar, yeah. it's just a good song. Yeah. It's 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 just really, really beautiful yes it's a little sad and everything but mostly it's just beautiful there's no other way to really describe it it's a rock ballad it's soothing and it's sad and it's beautiful and dramatic (laughs) and dramatic that's basically all i have to say just please go listen to it it's a it's a hidden treasure go listen to it yes you won't regret it I second that. <laughs> I'm really excited to next talk about Issue du Feu by Kitty Boy. Is it one of those songs that you changed your mind about? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you should go first. So oh, because you want to I... end on a positive note. Yes. <laughs> so am I allowed to start like really negatively? Yes. Okay. I hate it. <laughs> I hate, hate is a strong word. I know, but I feel like I've used it a bunch of times today. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Yeah, I, I, the first time I listened to it, I was like, is she kidding me now? <laughs> Why would you add that? <laughs> because it's so good. It's, it's okay, it's so annoying. Um, very weird sounds in it. If you wanted to make a song specifically for me to hate or like a song to annoy me, this would be the one. <laughs> I am so shocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, go on. No, that's basically all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what? I'm so shocked. Okay. Well, first of all, you're wrong. It's so good. 
Um, but it is weird. It has weird sounds, and that's why I really like it. Because at first, it sounds really empty, and you're just—it's emptiness and weird sounds. I think mm. you would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> so good. Well, admittedly, the lights turning on sound mm-hmm. kind of drove me mad at first. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? But it's so fun. And then when you get to the pre-chorus, it kind of, there's more drama and it gets really exciting. And then the chorus is just an explosion of sounds and noises and yeah exactly <laughs> yes but it's good <laughs> it's really quirky and weird i think it comes in a good way down to what you said before because you said you you like music that makes you feel like your brain was in a washing machine or something like that <laughs> and and i get that if you like that this would be a song for you <laughs> but, but it's too soft to make you feel like that i wouldn't know <laughs> it's relaxing because <laughs> i what I, what I want from music is a nice melody or a catchy beat. <laughs> but like, and that's exactly what this song is. No, this is just noise. <laughs> this so is just fun. nonsense. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's so good. It's really <laughs> wacky and weird, and I love it. Like, did you see? Like, did you seriously think I would like it? I mean, I don't, I don't mean that in a mean way, but like, did you think it would fit my taste? Yeah, like possibly, yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, I am disappointed, but it's. I mean, again, I've I've brought you the same kind of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is right up my alley. That's why Kitty Boy, and it's been a few years since I really liked one of his songs. He's been doing other stuff I didn't like as much, but this is perfect. That's what I wanted from him. Hmm. Okay, well, then I'm happy for you. (laughs) Thank you. So that was our detailed, very detailed discussion of, um, well, you guys listening won't actually know how detailed because we'll have to <laughs> it down. But um, how many hours have I been talking now? I don't Four? Many? Four? I think so. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, but that was our detailed discussion of the songs that we had a lot to say about. <laughs> um but we want to add a little segment called the three word section where we will, as the title says, we will say three words about each song. And it's just songs that either one of us liked a lot or it's a big release by a big artist that we feel like we should mention, but we didn't have a ton to say. So, so it's been moved to this section. Yes. And it's three words and that's it. No yes. Exception, no follow-up question. Which in some cases is tough, I have to say. In most cases. I know. <laughs> let's, let's start with um, Candy Sugar Pop by Astro. Okay. What are your three words? So my three words are just the title of the song, Candy Sugar Pop. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Are Dynamite Done Right. Oh, good one. Good yeah. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, next we have But You by Icon. I have 80s Unexpected Fun. Hmm. Okay, mine is <laughs> Amazing <laughs> Meh Chorus. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Um, then we have Triple Grunge Men by London Fuzz. And my words will probably be very different from yours. Mine are yeah. trippy, buzzy, yes. <laughs> Mine are I hate it. <laughs> Let's just move on. Um, what's next? Okay, then BTBT by BI, Soldier Boy, and Davida. Mm, mine are contemporary Western vibey. Mm, and mine are surprising, chill, good. Next, we have Na 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 by God7. Mine are underwhelming, skirt, chill. <laughs> mine are whoop, hate. <laughs> This is a fun section. We should do the whole podcast just like <laughs> three words. <laughs> okay, so next up is Deep by Hyo. What are your, your words? Mine are gets annoying soon. <laughs> <laughs> and mine are goddess, almost great. Okay, Venom by Bandit. Mine are club dance shots. Mine are... Stupid, fun, intense. Okay, that works. Uh, next up, we have Nevermind by Yun and Dol. I have actually two sets of three words. <laughs> That's against the rules. Well, I know. Okay. <laughs> I'll allow I, it. Okay, thank you. The first set is dissonant, weird, different. And then in other words, the other set is not my thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mine are quirky, discordant, vibey. Mm. Then, oh, uh, we have Beatbox by NCT Dream. Okay. Um, better with time. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mine are length, empty, disappointing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I see, I see. Let's go with I Hate You by Woods. I have Rock Fits Him. I have Rock 2000s and Playful. Next we have, I don't know if I'll pronounce it right, um, We Chori by Chang Mino. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, surprising, sexy drama. Mine are Accordion Beyond Evil. Interesting, interesting. Um, let's go for Okay, Okay, Okay by Witches. And I have Relaxing, Intense, and Profound. I have Weird Voice, No. <laughs> <laughs> Since I can't, I will say nothing. Yes. Um, <laughs> next we have The Greatest by Boa. I have Sexy Modern Spelling. <laughs> I have funky, exciting dance. Mm. Last one is Pisces by Bekirin. And I have uni unique, fresh, great. I have boring, doesn't deliver. <clears throat> I am calm. I am collected. <laughs> I feel no negative emotions. 
I'm fine. That's good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, well, that was interesting. That yeah. was a really fun segment. This is going to be my favorite segment from now on. <laughs> so yeah, we have now recapped the whole month, <laughs> basically. What, what are your, let's say, three highlights of the month? Um, three sus by Meatrib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that. Um, Blossom by Huayan and Faze Me by Usang. Mm, we have one in common. <laughs> I'd say mine are Faze Me by Usang, mm. Opening Sequence by Tomorrow by Together, and... Mm. The story by Kang Daniel. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I sense some judgment. <laughs> no, 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 not, not at all. Like, absolutely not. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we have reached pretty much the end of our first episode. Um, I realized that we are, like, I hope, I hope people don't think we are too mean. <laughs> No, like for real, as I said before, I'm not a hater and I'm not saying that my, because I know I was the hater here, um, no. but I'm not, I'm not a hater and I'm not saying that my opinions are correct. I'm just saying that's what I think, but anyone else is welcome to feel however they feel. Yeah. And we, we don't criticize the artists. It's just about no. the songs. And um, we we criticize any artists if we don't like the song, even yeah. our favorites, even 80s and the mix. <laughs> yes, yeah. it happens. Yeah, and especially I, I want to say that even if we said we didn't like something by an artist, it doesn't mean that we're not still going to check whatever whatever they release next because it's physically impossible for us not to <laughs> not to check out yeah. this stuff we just like music we yes. want to know more great songs so we're open yes so um thank you very much for listening and and we hope you will <laughs> continue to do so and hear us rant mm-hmm. about more more music in the future yes Talk to you in two weeks. Yes. And have a good time until then. Bye. Bye.